You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, uh, the time of the evening. Uh, will you join us on uh, Pertinence uh, Punctuated? And uh, Maulana Salim Karim uh, addresses the issues uh, that's affecting uh, the Ummah. And uh, perhaps a thought was going through my mind. Um, Maulana Salim Karim, you know, when he gets up every day, the Ummah is listening to him uh, throughout the dunya. And, uh, you know, the rapport that uh, Maulana has with, uh, uh, you know, our Maulana uh, Arafa is uh, something, you know, uh, to marvel at as uh, they get up that time. And uh, perhaps, you know, we can delve and ask Molana, you know, when even uh, the silly season comes. But he's got this routine of getting up every morning, uh, you know, being fresh. And, uh, you know, uh, especially being on radio, you know, you, you can't have that sleepy coming out of your voice. You need to have that high octane. And uh, this uh, perhaps uh, being in the Uluma fraternity and from a very young man uh, being, uh, you know, connected with Allah and, you you know, having uh, that, uh, uh, you know, that that that, uh, that uh, freshness of getting up at the early hours, and uh, that has uh, resonated so well with you, uh, Molana. Uh, but uh, your partner in the morning, uh, Molana Arafat, perhaps uh, you know you could give us a secret. What gives him that, uh, you know, that edge of being right on top of your game every morning, and uh, not forgetting yourself, uh, Molana? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And how are you doing this evening? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, he wa kafa wa salabun ala ibadi illadina stafa. Amma badu fawudu billahi minash shaytanir rajimi bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Allahu ta'ala fil Quranil majidi wal furqanil hamid. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وقال تعالى في مقام آخر وأما بنعمة ربك فحدث وقال تعالى في مقام آخر فبأي آلاء ربكما تكذبان صدق الله مولانا اللذين Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam, Shafat Bhai You also, inshallah, in the team You see, Shafat Bhai يد الله مع الجماعة Hadith of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that when we work together, we work as a team, Allah Ta'ala strengthens us, Allah Ta'ala showers His birth, His mercy and His rahmah and His karam and fuzzle upon us. Shafat Bhai, you and all of us as presenters cannot utter a single word, Wallahi, if Allah does not give you and me tawfiq to do it. We have the tongue, you have the voice. But if Allah does not will it, وَمَا تَوْفِيقِ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ So nothing happens without تَوْفِيقِ إِلَهِ Allah Ta'ala إِذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى بِعَبْدٍ خَيْرًا When Allah desires good for his banda, Shafaq Bhai, يُفَقِّهُ فِي الدِّينِ Allah gives him the understanding of deen. In another hadith, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala puts him through test and trial. 
sayings of awliya Allah, when Allah loves you, he puts the love for you in the hearts of people. So where do we get this energy? There's a beautiful hadith also, inna minal bayan, inna minal bayani la sihra. That when people speak, Allah has kept power in this voice. You need to be alert in the morning because you are up for tahajjud namaz. So the secret of all this energy that you and I and Mulana Arafat and Mufti Saab and all the other presenters on the different radio stations, Mulana, is tahajjud guzar, you know, that get up for tahajjud, one. Number two, make some zikr of Allah in the morning. And as I was telling earlier on, that what do you mean by zikr, Mulana? Because we can't be 24 hours sitting on the musalla. Somebody saw Hazrat Khawaja Hassan Basri Rahmatullahi with the tasbih in his hands. So he asked you, look, you have reached the height, height of spirituality and taqwa and everything. What's the need for you to have this tasbih in your hand? So he replied, you have no idea. It is this tasbih that I used to count and take Allah's name that has brought me to this level and to this daraja. So subhanallah, we find our mothers, we find our brothers, subhanallah, they've got the tasbih counter on their fingers, subhanallah, they're pressing, you can see their mouths are moving. Alhamdulillah. So maybe all of us don't have the tawfiq to do it, but if we are doing deeds and amals according to the sunnah of Rasulullah, then automatically we are in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you asked a good question, Shafat, by yourself also. Khuzul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was also humorous. Rasulullah used to ask the Sahaba Ikiram question. You can't be, you know, dishing out left, right and center. You're going to Jahannam, you're going to Jahannam. Oh, who's going to go to Jannah? Mm-hmm. So we need to, as, as ulama and as presenters also, when you present a nasihat or a program, Shafat, by let it be captivating. And your niyat must be Allah. I don't know from these millions of listeners who are listening here, Rabbul Alameen, whose life is going to change or whose life Allah is going to use me to change their life and become better Muslims. So our need has to be very clear as presenters. That, am I doing this because of show? Am I doing this because we have a big name? No. Because tomorrow Allah can take this power and this respect and bring you to zero. So our need at all times as presenters, Alhamdulillah, as you said, you get up early in the morning and all the other presenters, but this is the Kamal of Barqa Sahaba. That, Alhamdulillah, Mawlana Shawad Bhai, Mawlana Rafat Sahab, you take your hat out for him at that part of the morning. In Ramadan, Mawlana, he's starting from 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. He's screaming there and shouting and knocking the, the microphone. Yes, people get irritated, some of them, but most of them, Alhamdulillah, it's an awakening call. So yes, Marana, the, the important thing, Shafat Bhai, when it comes to broadcasting, and I'm not uh, studied all these kind of things, but this Allah Ta'ala gives us tawfiq to say these things. That Khusus Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam after Fajr Namaz, do we sit with our children after Fajr Namaz and say, okay, what's the program for today, inshallah? Are you going to school? Are you going to madrasa? What should, are you going to the doctor? Did you fulfill your duty? Do we talk to our children? Nothing. Zero. Some of us sleep immediately after Fajr Namaz. It's not good for your memory. It's not good for your barakah. You want to sleep, sleep after Ishraq. 
If one is that you are sick, one of is you are exhausted, then it's a different matter. But generally, inshallah, after your fajr namaz, sit, read your ishraq namaz, make some zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, take a walk, gee, do some physical exercise, do something, inshallah. We, go, we have our own gyms at home, subhanallah. One of my friends said, Marana, I built a swimming pool indoor, warm swimming pool. I swim every day after fajr namaz, subhanallah. Yes, you're being proactive. So keep this body, this body. Allah, Allah says, وَفِي أَنفُسِكُمْ أَفَلَا تُبْسِرُونَ Oh, insan, look at your body from head to toe, how beautifully Allah designed it. You make shukr to Allah for it. So, bottom line, you asked a good question, Shafat. Why? It's, as I said, whatever we do on radio, it is nothing but the tawfiq of Allah. Allah Ta'ala puts lots of things in our heart while speaking. We never prepared any notes on that or anything. It just comes naturally. And as I said to you, this is Allah's fazl and karam. It's no kamal of ours at all, as I said. So, Shafad Bhai, Allah Ta'ala make us easy. Mm-hmm. Allah Ta'ala loves three people, Shafad Bhai. Mm-hmm. And one is it to wake up. As I said, the energy that comes into us during the day is because of our tahajjud salah and zikrullah. So, Hazrat Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala narrates this beautiful hadith. I want to share it with you. Ki Allah ta'ala loves three persons and is pleased with them. Number one, like our brothers and sisters in Gaza, they are fighting day and night to defend Masjid al-Aqsa and fighting for their freedom. Whoever wages war with the rebels of Islam in jihad, and becomes shaheed, becomes a martyr, is held by Allah Ta'ala at his sabr and steadfastness. Allah is pleased with them that whoever wages war with the rebels of Islam, in the spirit of jihad, and in the process becomes shaheed, what reward from Allah is held by Allah Ta'ala and Allah looks at his sabr and his steadfastness. You can see the words of the dying person, those masoom children, gee, those mujahids, those soldiers of Islam, they are in sakara, they are wounded. But look at the words that are coming out of their mouth. Allah, Allah. What maqam? Allah Ta'ala loves two drops. One is the drop of the blood of a shaheed. On the day of Qiyamah, he's going to come with his wounded bodies. Gee, you can see the atrocities. You can see the condition of the bodies when there's a bomb blast. Gee, the parts are lying everywhere. It's, it's just horrendous. But on the day of Qiyamah, they will come in the same way. And there'll be such a beautiful fragrance. And everybody will want to know from the Maidani Hashar where this fragrance is coming from. Allah will say that this is my shawada who fought for my deen, but for me, that's where this fragrance is coming from. So the first person that Allah loves and Allah is pleased with is with a shaheed. So you can be shaheed for dunya wal akhirah, or you can be shaheed for dunya. A person dies of cancer, a person dies in an accident, a person dies of stomach illnesses, a person dies because of fire, a person dies because of drowning, a woman giving birth dies a childbirth, all of them are shaheed fi dunya. But the one who fights in the path of Allah, 
goes out in jihad, gets wounded, and he dies in the battlefield. Allah Ta'ala has given him shahadat fi dunya wal akhirah. He'll be buried exactly with those clothes on. Allah has given them great maqam. So the first person that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala loves and is pleased is a shaheed. And number two, yes, it's Shafat Bhai. It's mm. now holiday time. He's a person who has a beautiful wife, soft bed. Shafat Bhai, you saw this new bed came out, water bed. Mm. What a prana bed, Molana. I be both in the yahe. What a prana bed, a water bed. So now, mashallah, we have. I'm seeing Shafat Bhai, all of us who are suffering with back aches. Oh, gee. Follow the sunnah of Rasulullah, sleep on the floor, sleep on the back. Beshak, Wallahu Lazim, Shafat Bhai. We have all this new, new matches, one, one matches to 50,000 rand. When you get now, you press the button, it puts all the angles for you. <laughs> Subhanallah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kya baat hai. <laughs> with the angles Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's mattress Gee. was stuffed with jeweled leaves. Can you imagine that when Rasulullah used to wake up, the imprint of the leaves were on the back of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There was no fancy mattress. Gee fancy all that we have today and still we can't get up for fajr namaz we have the best beds gee still we can't get up for fajr namaz what's the sense those two azizo if you have back problems spine problem ask your doctor make mashura inshallah but if you learn to sleep on the floor on your back alhamdulillah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a sunnah way sleep on your right hand side these are basic things today we want to talk about basic things because we are going to be in the holiday mood. So I'm trying to bring and blend, inshallah, that how we can make it happen. Enjoy every ni'mat of Allah. So here is a second person who Allah loves. And Allah is pleased with it. He's a person who has a beautiful wife. Soft bed. But he gets up for ibadat. Tahajjud time he's up. He can be in the arms of his wife. With winter, mashallah, right next to her, enjoying the warmth. But he says, No, Ab. now it's time to worship my Allah. It's my time to Allah, Rabbul Alameen. He leaves his pretty wife, beautiful wife, he leaves his soft bed, goes and makes wudu, and he comes into ibadat. So Allah Ta'ala says, He gave up all of this for my pleasure. So there are so many brothers. Subhanallah and sisters, subhanallah, who have this beautiful jazbah that they divide their time, time management. They go early to bed, alhamdulillah. So they up for tahajjud and for fajr. And so many mothers and sisters, shafat bhai, they always phone and say that, alhamdulillah, Murana, we're making dua for the ummah at tahajjud time. We're making dua for us as Marqa Sahaba. Subhanallah, it's such a heartening thing to hear from elderly people. And even young people that Marana, we are making dua. And Allah Ta'ala loves the dua that you make in the accents of your Muslim brother or sister. Allah says to the angel, May Allah give you exactly what you're asking for the other person. Subhanallah. So the second person that Allah loves the most of advice is a person who has a beautiful wife next to him. He has this beautiful soft bed. He gets up for Allah's ibadat. And Allah says, I'm pleased with him. And he's done this for my pleasure. And thirdly, Allahu Akbar, Shafat Bhai, is a musafir. 
Mola, we travel together, Shafat Bai. Mm. That's why Rasulullah said, whenever you travel, the Shafat Bai, always be two and more persons. Try and avoid traveling alone. Because sometimes you are majboor, you are forced, you can't, you don't have anyone to accompany you. And Shafat Bai, I want to tell you this new thing also. Mm. I have some brothers who complain to me, Mona, from the time we start from Durban to Joburg, my wife doesn't say one word to me. And nor as the husband says one word to his wife. Osai, Narazi, they don't want to speak to each other. To make the journey, inshallah, you reach your destination quickly. Talk, talk about something. Now, now each child has got his cell phone and he's got his earphone. He's listening to the music. When we are traveling together, engaging some zikrullah, talk about something about deen and shariat. If there's an accident and that whole family is wiped out, Allah Ta'ala will give them the mode of shahadat. So a third person who Allah loves and Allah is pleased with is a musafir and all his colleagues are tired and asleep. But he gets up and goes and makes Allah's ibadah. He stays awake. I'm exhausted. We all travel the long distance. That's why Rasulullah said, make an amir when you travel. Don't travel alone. As far as possible. Travel during the day. It's safer in this zamana. Read your masnoon du'as. Read Surah Quraysh 11 times. Read the masnoon du'as. Read two rakat salatul hajar. Our wives should sit on the musalla and make du'a. Allah, the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whenever Rasulullah went on journey, they would sit on that musalla and make du'a. Allah, grant Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a safe journey and bring him back safely. So we need to do that. It may be your last opportunity. You're leaving for a journey. Whether you're going to come back to your wife and your children, you don't know. So when you leave home, make salam. Make musafaha. Ask for forgiveness. Give some charity. Leave with a smiling face, not a bulldog face. Gali bakkar majjaw. Some of us sway our wives and children and leave the house. What assurance do we have, Shafat Bhai? that I'm going to come back alive. I may go two kilometers out of Ladysmith and die in an accident. Then what? And who's going to have regrets? I fought with my husband last night. I fought with my wife. Tomorrow morning, you wake up and you're waking up for Fajr namaz. She's gone. Inna lillahi wa inna Who's going to have regrets? To solve your problems before you go to bed. This is another nasihat I want to say. What by? The naraz hokar it's not on, Shafat Bhai. Yes. Never mind whatever your argument with your wife is or your wife with your husband. Don't let ego and shaitan get the better of you. Mafi mankari won't make you any smaller. Wallahu in the eyes of Allah, you are Aziz. Hadith Musa salam said, Bari Ta'ala, who is Al-Aziz? Allahu Akbar. Allah Ta'ala said, Musa salatu salam, Al-Aziz is that person who has all the rights to take revenge. He is justified, but he says many some He forgives the person. So coming back, Shafat, but as I said to you, we are going to be in the holiday mood. Do not forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be conscious of Allah ta'ala in all our activities. Now look at this beautiful hadith. You see, we need to be generous with our families, not only in the month of Muharram, on the 10th of Muharram, we all know that hadith. 
where it was spent on his wife and children on the day of Ashura. Allah Ta'ala will give him barakat throughout the year. No, inshallah, ladies, every cent that you spend on your wife and your children is an act of charity. When we hold back, then Allah Ta'ala also deprives us of his bounty. Don't count and give. You saw Shafatma in the olden days mm. when our parents used to store rice and sugar and mealy meal and mealy rice. They had the 20 gallon tin, Gee. you know, the oil tin. Yes. Gee? Now we've got all modern types of containers. One light must match the cupboard and it must be all automatic and everything. It's <laughs> <laughs> to take that tin. Shafatma, this is reality. And we're coming back to that. Gee? They didn't have specially, special measuring cups in. They would take that uh, tin fish tin or milk, whatever tin oh, it was, milk, yeah. and that they used to do as a measurement. They would take one scoop of rice or one scoop of dal, whatever it is. So for my view, whenever Allah has given you things in bulk, don't like now be mingy and just take only so much. Must be 100 grams. No. <laughs> the olden days, our parents used to take <laughs> with their hands one scoop of rice, one scoop of dal, whatever it is. And Allah gave so much of barakat. So when you are going to restrict your actions, Allah is going to restrict your barakat. Mm. In fact, when Sahabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave him a whole uh, container of kajur and said to him that whenever you want, just put your hand and take. Don't count and measure. Mm. This is what as we have become now. Because the dietitian said to you, it was only 10 grams of mutton. Otherwise, you're going to get fat. Mm. Baba. Allah Ta'ala says, Kulu washrabu wala tusrifu. Eat and drink with moderation. Don't waste. Allah Ta'ala give us tofi. So coming back, Shafat, by this hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that when we hold back and we are stingy and misers, then Allah Ta'ala deprives us of his bounties. Look at this beautiful hadith. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, a few people are fortunate that they have the bounties of Allah Ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, we must make shukr. As long as they use it to help the Muslim Ummah, Allah Ta'ala sustains those bounties. Allah increases those bounties. But by how many of us do we really go out and look for people who are hungry and starving? You know, sometimes you see an old lady on the road. You see her with masoom children. Do we like, stop and say, let me go and buy a loaf of bread, a liter of milk, and give it to them? I'm not saying these beggars who are standing at the robots and causing so much of havoc, stealing, hurting people. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about those who are really deserving. You see them on the street. Or this old man, Shafat Bagh, he's got a few potatoes or a few mangoes. You don't need it. But let me go and buy it, that whole stock out and distribute it or tell him, take this 20 rand, it's okay. I want to buy this, but you can keep it. Mm. Why is this generosity not in us, Shafat Bagh? To look at this hadith of Rasulullah. Rasulullah said, a few people are fortunate that they have the bounties of Allah Ta'ala. As long as they use it to help the Muslim Ummah, Allah Ta'ala sustains those bounties. And when they start mising with it, then Allah Ta'ala 
transfers those bounties to someone else. You have seen it every day in our life. It's a living example, Sepatwa. The those you go to them, asking for help out of desperation and necessity. Whenever Rasulullah needed to help somebody, he would say, Hazrat Bilal, go to the Jewish person and ask him for a loan and take it on my name. Allahu Akbar. This was Rasulullah. Ajwad al-Nas, the most generous of personality. One Sahabi said, you know what? I want to stitch for Rasulullah a beautiful jubba. On Friday, I want Rasulullah to wear it. So he went and he stitched one beautiful jubba for Rahmatul Lil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he brought it and presented it as a gift to Rasulullah. Rasulullah wore it. And after namaz, one Sahabi came and said, Ya Rasulullah, I love the jubba mujidedo. Can you please give it to me? The Wudu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam immediately took it and gave it to him. So that Sahabi who stitched it for Rasulullah went to that Sahabi and said, Tumne kya kya? I did this with such pleasure and love for Rasulullah. Now you went and took it away. But the point here is that, see, لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ You won't attain goodness until you give the best of best. Not what is scrap in your yard, in your house, in your cupboard, that you want to give in the path of Allah. See, and the good, good stuff you are storing, this is not charity. You are making mazhari of Allah Rabbul Alameen. When you give, you always give the best. So here are there some beautiful hadiths of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Khidmat-e khalq. To assist your Muslim brother in Islam financially, physically, in every good way, there's great reward. This is khidmat-e khalq. This is the khulasa of the Quran. Shafat Bhai. One is Allah Ta'ala ki ibadat, Rasulullah ki ita'at, and the third factor is khidmat-e khalq, serving humanity, Muslim or non-Muslim. Wudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would help everybody. Respect for our parents. This is the other problem that we're going to have a disciplinary problem. Respect in the month that the children will be at home and on holiday. The question of discipline and other. Respect for our parents. What is the way to show respect? Number one. When your father is walking, you step behind, you walk behind. Unless your father says, Have this respect. Your ustad also, don't walk in front of your teacher. Always walk behind him. Number two, And if you have to take a seat anywhere, don't be seated before your father. Let him sit first and then you sit. This is Adam. Number three. We got this bad habit. Dad. Don't ever call your father by his first name. Abba, Uzur. Eri Qibla, 
is such beautiful words of respect. Address your father. Abba, Abu, Walid Muhtaram, Huzur, Hazrat. These are such beautiful words. So if you want to show respect to your parents, for my care, some of us got no respect for smoking in front of our fathers. In the olden days, the people used to hide and smoke. But by smoking is a rotten habit. Give it up. Those who are smokers. And now, mashallah, they made what you call Dacha, Jais, yeah, the government. Drink the oil, mashallah, it's helping people, those who got asthma and they got all all this kind of sickness. But now, see when the addiction comes in. Anything that intoxicates is haram. Stay away from those types of things. There are other medications available. The other, alhamdulillah, go to the Hakim and Hukama. So now it has become the Farmaya. But when we're in that state, we have no respect. We call our fathers by different names. Always respect your parents. And number two, Remember, if you sway somebody's father, we get angry, we sway. We sway mothers and fathers' words. We use those vulgar words about our mothers and mothers, fathers and fathers and sisters. Because if you are going to sway somebody's parents, they are going to sway back at you. And you are going to be gunegar as if you have sworn your own parents because you are the responsible person doing that. So for my number two, Mulana, Shafat Bhai, Dua Walidi. You love your parents and the dua. Parents, please make dua for your children. Children, go and ask your parents, like how you ask them for money. You ask them for so many other things. The best thing to ask your parents every day, Mommy, Daddy, Abba, Abu, please make dua for me. I'm writing my exam today. I'm writing a test. I'm doing a business deal. Make dua that Allah Ta'ala gives me success. Allah Ta'ala will always accept the duas of your parents. So for my Rasulullah. The dua of parents will increase your wealth in your children. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tofi. There's a beautiful saying in Urdu Shafat Bhai. Mm-hmm. karo. Or maase muhabbat ziyada karo. Subhanallah, how beautiful it is. Beautiful. Baab ka adab ziyada karo. Not that you mustn't respect for him. In baab ka adab. That's why Rasulullah said to the father, the best gift the father can give to his son is not a BMW or a credit card. The best gift that Allah can give is adab. The best gift a father can give to his son is adab. Ji. Baab ka adab ziyada karo. Or maaki muhabbat ziyada karo. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq that we spend our quality time with our families and our children. Abstain from gunas. Two things. Remember, apni nazar ki hifazat karo or apni namazo ki hifazat karo. That's the final statement, Shafat Bhai. Apni nazro ko hifazat se rakho. Keep your eyes focused in good things. Admire Allah's kudrat. But staring at women, admiring men, men, women also put the sunglasses on. Ji. <laughs> And they got styled. Jeez, what by men too? Uh, they got dark glasses on. 
क्या देख रहे हैं डोंट ब्रिंग डार्कनेस इन योर हाथ एंड डोंट ब्रिंग डार्कनेस इन योर लाइफ पुट सम लाइट जी अगर देखना हो तो काबतुल्लाह को देखो अगर देखना हो तो रोजा रसूल्लाह को देखो और देख अगर देखना हो तो किताबुल्लाह को देखो अगर देखना हो तो वालदेन को देखो अगर देखना हो तो अलिया की सोहबत में रहो मौलाना Perhaps you'd like to mention him, Molana. Alhamdulillah, but I, I take an elderly person. You know, there was a brother by the name of Abdul Majid Khan. You know, they used to call him Magic. Was one of the best footballers wow. in Natal. Gee, best. You know, Allah Taala gave him the age of almost eighty-five years old. I used to take him with with me, and you know, he had a difficult life. And you know, I thought let me bring him in and embrace him and bring him on Sirat al-Mustaqim because some of the habits that he had. Alhamdulillah, Allah Taala changed his life, and I used to always, you know, make him make zikr with me, you know, and I always said to him, read Subhanallah, he will be hamdihi, Subhanallah, he'll azim. So whenever he sat in the car, he would always read Subhanallah, he will be hamdihi, Subhanallah, he'll azim. And this beautiful wazifa, kaf ha ya ain sal ha mim ain sin kaf, is a very powerful amal. He's 80 years old, also. So he also gives me his bayan. Sometimes he starts his bayan like I have to, I have to listen to him. <laughs> so it's good that you have a change of ideas, and he's well read also. So as I said to you, your journey becomes easy, Shafat uh, Bay. When you have company and you're discussing certain things, you know current affairs, inshallah, what's happening in the Muslim Ummah. So you engage with people, and your journey becomes easy. So yes, you always need to have somebody when you're traveling. And the best companion is your wife, inshallah, Shafat Bay. But Allah Taala make it easy. They are fast asleep, inshallah. When only they wake up yeah. and they hit the tall, inshallah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so Allah Taala make it easy for us, inshallah. May Allah Taala give us tawfiq wa akhiru dawana. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, Molana, I remind the brothers when the wife is uh, on the journey with you, and you say, you know what, um, uh, you know, call the husband by the name. I want to have uh, perhaps here. See, there's a. Uh, shall they or a quick uh, quick stop and uh, she wants a chocolate or that? Don't tell. Oh, but now, man, you go and buy it, Molana. Tell the brothers, no excuses. If the wife wants it, go and buy it. If she wants you to stop there, go and buy it, Molana. <laughs> Your thoughts? Always be generous, Molana. Always carry food with you. So far, by in this zamana, this between Madisburg and Durban, sometimes you stuck there for two hours, three hours. 
I'm always saying to parents when you're traveling, especially when you've got children, please carry extra food. You don't know when there's a breakdown and when there's a, a, the, the highway is blocked because of an accident and the children are hungry and starving. Mm. Gee, so wait, carry water and always carry food. Whether it's snacks or whatever it is, because sometimes when you are hungry, especially when you're diabetic, by like us, you know, we get hungry quite often. So, you know, you need to carry this type of thing. And sometimes when you're stuck in the middle of the highway, you can't turn left, you can't turn right. There is no shops or anything. Mm. It's very difficult. It's a challenge. So I always say when you are making suffer, carry. But cost, alhamdulillah, lots of mothers and sisters do it. Very vigilant. Uh, every time they travel, they carry food for their husbands and for the family. Alhamdulillah, we must do that. Inshallah. And not all foods are halal at all these garages. Yes. Inshallah. So we need to be careful what we're feeding our children. And certain time out of desperation, we just buy something and we know in the end we come to realize that it is haram. No. So stop all that. Inshallah, please carry food with you. Please carry water with you. Inshallah. Allah grant us and protect us. Inshallah. I tell you, Molana, brilliant evening with you. Lovely tips uh, coming through. And maybe one, you know, when we're having our after dinner months, you got your segment there and, you know, the family room. But before you, a uh, brother called Anwar Kasim does the show, Driving with Anwar. It's a motoring show. But I think you qualify to come on that show as an alim. That's one of the best drivers ever. And you can give us a lot of tips, uh, Molana. But inshallah, you're going to have a beautiful evening ahead. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept you and inshallah jazakallah uh, to your qurbani and sacrifice and keeping the ummah alive and smiling. And inshallah, you are every time waking up their taste buds. <laughs> I think the mothers and sisters are very... Really, uh, <laughs> yeah, because brother. every time you come up with a new recipe or, or a new dish, so yeah, alhamdulillah, the taste buds, at least the men folk are benefiting. Subhanallah, that you bring up all those recipes and all those food stuff. Yeah, in December period, it's a nice time now to have a good meal and a solid meal with your family, inshallah. Jazakallah, Jazakallah, Molana, and I tell you for podcast, Molana likes his uh, biltong, maybe some spring rolls and uh, some uh, samosas, uh, bajiyas, and uh, not forgetting his puri patas with a uh, lots and lots of lovely tangy, tangy sauce. Yes, uh, Molana Salim Karim, really adding value to radio. Uh, Molana, inshallah, we'll, you know, we'll make a lot of duas for him too because he really, he really adds a, a lot of uh, barakah in uh, knowledge. Rabbi Zidni Ilma. Yes, I want to thank uh, Lukola for doing uh, Top Tech uh, this uh, evening. Uh, keep it locked on to uh, Marcus Sahaba for beautiful programming and uh, lots and lots of uh, beautiful nasiya coming through. And uh, you know what? Make special duas for us. Pray for us as we pray for you. From the team and I, till we meet you again, uh, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.